Welcome to Series 3 of the podcast. In this episode, I interview Vic Evans. Vic is a skilled body worker. She's also a movement teacher. She teaches yoga and a very dedicated practitioner, always learning new skills and techniques and working really hard to make sure she can meet and match her clients' needs. Now, Vic is also a linguist and she did the Mapping Your Archetypes Profile course 2122. And it was a fascinating journey for her. And in this interview, she really discusses how she applied the work and what a difference it made in her everyday life to have expanded her own repertoire to include the language of archetypes. It's a great listen, and I hope you enjoy hearing it as much as I did. How are you, Vic? I'm really well, Joe. Thank you. How are you? I'm really well too, actually. And delighted to be with you and wanted to ask you if you'd be willing to share your experience over the last year of doing the MAP course, Mapping Your Archetype Profile. Loads of questions, but just wanted to drop you right in it and say, if you had to say what was the main thing you got out of it, what would be your first answer? Well, firstly, it's my absolute pleasure to talk about it because I really, I found it so valuable and I'm really looking forward to expanding on it because it is such a great tool and I feel like there's so much more to come. So that's really exciting. But I think think it, it just makes sense of people and it makes sense of me and it makes sense of everything around you and actually you realize quite quickly that we all speak the language of it but it's just kind of a bit hidden Hmm. Um, and you just need to it is already there and you just need to uh sort of just just brush around it to expose it if you see what I mean that the language is um is something that we don't realize we're doing we don't realize we're speaking it actually it's really fun and profound to look around you and you know look at close friends look at close families sometimes it's or look at close family members and you could you know sometimes it's much much easier to see other people's archetypes than your own yes yeah, at first it is definitely yeah yeah so that's and and it just makes a uh, a lot of sense in realizing why you do things uh, and I've just been it's just been such a fun thing to play with but also incredibly a huge resource I think and I'm really just on the cusp of delving deeper and I know you've been doing this work for a really long time and our you know our connection is through kind of body work primarily is how we met and through yoga and I'm just really I'm just really excited about finding more connections between archetypes and yoga and people and clients in the future with body work and I just think it's a bit of a a magic key of uh bridging gaps between different sort of facets of of my life training things so I'm I'm, I've been delighted it's been amazing well I'm really thrilled to hear you say that because one of the words I use in describing it is that you're unconcealing something that's actually already there and I love that you've picked up on that and I also love what you've said about the language because 
Carolyn May says something lovely that she says, this is not like an ordinary language that you might learn and you forget if you don't use it. Like I spoke fluent French when I was 15, 16, 17, 18. That was my thing. I visited there all the time whenever I could. I had a second mother there and, you know, I could think in French at one point. But I've forgotten that now because I don't use that language. And Carolyn likens it more to learning to ride a bike. It's one of those things that even if you never ride a bike again, within a few wobbly moments, you're back on track. You you never lose the language of archetypes. It's more than a dialect. And I love that you use that symbolism because I think what it addresses is how broadly it applies. I mean, what doesn't it apply to? Absolutely. Yeah. And what I'd love to hear from you is if if you've got a specific example where you've perhaps used your knowledge of your archetypes or someone else's to shift perspective. Is there an example that you can think of where you've handled something differently because you recognized your archetypal pattern or someone else's archetypal pattern? Yes, so many actually. I can't, I can't tell you. It's hard to pick one, but it's it's uh, it stares you in the face quite obviously. And you know, I live with uh, you know somebody who's very clearly engineer, somebody who's very clearly eternal child, and it makes you laugh. It's countless the amounts of times someone does something, and it's almost like the inner voice goes, "Well." that's such and such an archetype you know and so in my own reflecting on my own suite of 12 uh I keep going back there and keep looking to see which house we are in because all of this kind of the astrology side of of the course is all quite new to me so it's I've I've got very very basic understanding uh, so far of of how it links to the zodiac but it's been so great to have those again these little keys that every time you move into a different house you just kind of have a look back at your zengram and have a look and see and all these things start to resonate and um yeah also you realize i think in answer to your question you also realize quite clearly ones that you're not and that makes you laugh even more you know you see it in somebody else and you think oh engineer yeah of course and then you do something that is so you know disorganized haphazard whatever you, you you make a decision or you put some things away or you you do something oh, that's right. I remember you telling me that you were putting things away in a cupboard and you kind yeah. of shoved them in a cupboard yeah and your partner was like could not handle that yeah. and we've always had a laugh about it and he says you know you are, this is complete disregard for the system he says he opens the cupboard and we just you know we wind each other up like it all the time about that because I would just come back shove it all in the cupboard, close the doors and hope for the best, knowing that the next time I go to the cupboard and open it, it will all fall out. I know it when I'm doing it, but he's printed labels for the shelves, for the different categories of things, and he just loves doing that. And in every facet of his life, he is that way. And um, He can't not. It's archetypally core to his well-being and his expression of who he is, is that engineer... But don't you think it's wonderful when you recognize that there's no charge, there's no, oh, for God's sake. Mm -hmm. And if you can tolerate the fact that you're, are you the magical child? Is that your, I thought so. So your magical child to his 
your magical child has got a touch of mischief, I'm telling you. It's got a little bit of the Tinkerbell puck. There's, you know, there's an edge of eternal child. I, I think I remember we had a conversation where we weren't quite sure at one point whether you had the eternal child or the magical child, and it's probably a mixture of both. Mm. But you have that little mischievous, like, well, let's, you know, let's raise the game here. If I just do what he wants all the time and I just keep all the cupboards tidy, life would be so boring in your house because everything would be put away where it belongs. There would yeah. be no sparkle. Yeah. And that isn't a ticket to, you know, go out and then deliberately disrupt somebody else's archetypes. But don't you think that the recognition of those patterns is somehow makes it fun just to be the way that you are and accept the way that you are and obviously I'm using this symbolically there's more serious things to reflect that into than what's in the cupboards but I've I've been in households where, where the anger between partners in a household because you never do what I want you to do why can't you just do what I want you to do whereas when you take it all archetypally instead of personally don't you think there's a difference there's a there's a shift. Definitely. There's a there's a feeling of sort of um yeah, like you say, a sort of calm acceptance and you know, sometimes the other person I live with is 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 eternal child and not only not only do when I when we worked through the course and it was okay, we might be a mixture of the two, but it was magical, but then it was eternal. There was this feeling of, well, I want to be eternal, you know, that, that mischievous thing is, oh, I want to be a bit eternal child as well. And they will bring out more of that side of me when I'm with them very clearly. Um, and it's, it's really fun. It's, it's just, it's really fun. It's really fun work. It's very profound and it's really exciting. And the people who come, to, who are called to it are, there's just a really, for me, there's that magic in me kind of unlocking and unpicking all of that stuff and people having these lovely realisations throughout. And that, yeah, you, you can just kind of be a bit more assured in your own boots because you sort of, yeah, there's the acceptance of like, oh, well, actually, I can't not do that. So I might as well not get frustrated when I do do it because it's just me, it's the way I am. I love that. And and it's not as if you're, a, well, that's the way I am. And, you know, no, no, you and the horse you rode in on. It's, it's a, it's a real, what I, what I got from my experience of you is that there's a much softer translation of your beingness, that it's okay, that it is that way. And so that what you're learning, because I know some of the work that you're learning at the moment in, in body work that you're much more tolerant of your learning methodology because you understand archetypally that's the way you jive. And, you know, when we're trying to fit ourselves into any new learning um, of, a, of a particular scheme or technique or program or whatever it is, we do have to focus in on, you know, pushing ourselves through the eye of that needle just so that we can say we've done it and add that experience to our list. But do you think there's a... Um, a more compassionate bandwidth when you know your archetypal patterns and you know that you're just dealing with other people's when you're dealing with other people. Yeah, it, definitely. There's a, you, yes, absolutely. There's a, there's a, um, what's the word? 
a settle a settling feeling about it you you can it's the taking taking the things not so personally i think you nailed it earlier you yeah. look at it from a slightly a less attached from a less attached place of oh you know they didn't do that or say that because of this thing it's just it's just their archetype at work their archetypes at work and actually it unlocks a lot of things about intolerance is a bit of a strange word to use but it unlocks a lot of things about you know family and the way they are which sometimes can frustrate us to the moon and back for various reasons because of the closeness and that that funny thing that family is to everybody but everyone's sort of mostly trying their best aren't they when you come back to that and um and they're doing their utmost with what they've got and what they've got is their archetypal person yeah absolutely Yeah. yeah I love that and I I love the um the compassion that comes from and I think tolerance is a good word I remember when I was at school Vic that I had a a school friend Melanie she's still a a friend I know her Uh, she just doesn't live in the UK and she her father used to say the finest thing you can ever learn is tolerance and I remember her being very proud of that that my dad used to say and tolerance is something that we don't all have a lot of these days. I think a lot of us are frightened and stressed and concerned. And, you know, when you're in a car and you you don't move on the lights the minute they go green, someone hoots you almost immediately, beeps a horn, you know. And I think tolerance is somehow very close to forgiveness. And for me, learning about my archetypes was a very forgiving process. Because instead of beating myself up for what I should, would, could do if only I was like this, it was like, oh, of course I would do that. I'm the magical child. That's how I see it. I have uh, had a father and have a son that both have the eternal child archetype. And knowing that has saved me so much frustration. I can't, I can't even begin to tell you. Just knowing that, oh, of course it's the eternal child you would yeah. see it like that yeah and you just find yourself responding rather than reacting does that make sense hmm. it's affirming isn't it it's an affirming thing and the frustrations with the way you or other people do things just a slightly more diluted and more dissolved there's a bit i like that word there's a bit of forgiveness there of either cutting yourself some slack or cutting somebody else some slack, you know. I'm so glad that that that's happened for you. And just to kind of finish up our conversation, um, is there anything that you'd like to say to anybody else that's considering doing the course? What, what would you say to them? I'll do it. It's, it's (laughs) such, it's such a great journey. And I know how much more there is to it. It's, you know, in the beginning, it can feel like, oh, crikey, this is a lot. This is new information. This is a new way of looking at things, just like anything. You know, if you learn a different language, you're faced with that beginning part of, wow, this is vast. You know, this field of work is big and it's, um, it's a lot of new information to cover. And it's, it's then how do you relate it to your situation in your life and but allowing it to percolate through meeting all the people that are also on the course is such a shared journey and it's so beautifully held and 
such lovely resources and so it's really yeah it's a it's a it's a wonderful tool and I think it's it's fun it's it's delicate it's uh informative and it particularly if you well yeah any stage any stage of of making sense of how you do things I think it's just a great it's a great tool it will unlock a lot of um perspectives it will help you get used to know yourself better and help you to know everyone else around you better and it's really fun I keep saying it but just to you can start you start thinking about what archetype is the cat or what archetype is the dog and you just think right what archetype are you and they come in they've got really clear behavior yeah Absolutely. What are you? Right, oh, right, you're a diva. You're definitely diva. And it, it's just really... It's your and, kind and of the diva. Resonance. Yeah, the <laughs> resonance, actually. The resonance of the things that... This is the other thing. It holds these tiny mirrors. And the resonance of... Um, you, you also... You have your suite of 12. But when you, you see other people's archetypes very clearly... We all have a bit of everything, don't we? We're not the, you know, it's not this kind of set thing where you have 12 and that's your lot, but it, there's these kind of glimmers and grins because you, you recognize tiny reflections of someone else's archetype in your own behavior sometimes. Absolutely. And I think, oh God, right, the cat's a diva, but why do I like that? Why do I cheekily, secretly like it that he's a bit like that? Well, because it's a bit me as well. You know, there's that, there's that. You, that recognition there's a resonance when you when you see other people's and the ones that make you laugh or the ones that make you smile or the ones that make you go why are you like that or why is it that I'm grinning or why is it that I resonate on some level and it's uh, it's a wonderful course I absolutely loved it really really looked forward to it and you masterfully have curated and put it together and it's so beautifully delivered and so gentle it's really lovely work Thank you. I hope nobody thinks I paid you to say all that. I really, <laughs> really appreciate your generosity of spirit. And, and I know you're keen to be with us for this, for this next one. And I can't wait because I think your presence will, will be a, a mentoring atmosphere for the, for the people that are coming in. So thank you so much, Vic. Oh, thank you. It'd be lovely to come back to, to see that journey onto the next, next level. That'd be, that'd be great. Lots of love. Lots of love back.